The Marine and the Hippie is a weekly conversation about current events aimed at presenting alternative viewpoints while looking for common ground. We are the Marine and the Hippie. Welcome to Marine and the Hippie. I'm the Hippie, and today we are at episode seven. We are going to be talking today about, well, was Andy Warhol a fool, and are we headed into a new dark ages? As you all know, Andy Warhol, or if you don't know, Andy Warhol was the Campbell's soup guy. He is credited in many ways as being the forefather of pop art. Um, And I wonder, something that I've thought about is, is pop art the bridge between fine art and capitalist art? And as we go into, and does capitalist art lead to a new dark ages? What do you think, Doc? Well, on your, uh, on the, on the blog, when you were talking about it, you were talking about the idea of whether or not someone can actually afford to make art. Uh, we, 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 in the society, we supposedly value creative people. We value people that think outside the box. We value, I mean, these are, you can list off the things that Americans supposedly value, but as a matter of fact, do we really value those things? And when we don't pay our artists enough to live, just by virtue, not of them being artists necessarily, but by virtue of them being human beings, how can people even begin to dream about being an artist or, or think about this when they're constantly having to you know, make money and waste their time working for someone else? And when, when we talk about not being able to, to, to afford to be an artist, we're, I think Doc and I are talking um, about primar- primarily two pieces of policy universal basic income and medical care for all because without those two things um or if those two things were provided people's free time wouldn't be or people's livelihood wouldn't be so connected to trying to make money to pay the bills to pay for everything uh especially medical care for all doug when you were talking about to bring it back to the capitalist art, then that, that kind of goes into it. We need to make money to survive because we can't afford to. Then people have to make art specifically to sell rather than to, to make art itself. Right. And that's what I mean by capitalist art. Um, it's, you know, fine art is this idea that, that somebody's going to create art for art's sake. They're, they're going to, I'm going to paint this beautiful, beautiful vista or make this beautiful piece of music with the idea that maybe it's going to sell or people are going to listen to it and they're going to they're, they're gonna get some celebrity or, or some payment for it. But capitalist art is art that's designed with, the, with knowing what the customer wants to buy. So I came up with a, a few examples, um, American Idol, uh, the boy bands of the 1990s, and Marvel. Um, 
American Idol is a show that found pop stars based on what people wanted, not based on popularity. Popularity, yeah. You know, that it wasn't Janis Joplin being found, you know, in a music hall or Bob Dylan. It was, hey, we're building, we're building a show to create celebrities, and I think, I think that that that's very problematic, Doc. Well, that's true. I mean, because when you think about the things that the things that are necessary to capture an audience of fifty million people are different than the things that are necessary to capture an audience of 50 discerning, you know, critically minded individuals. If you got a person that really knows art well enough to fully, fully appreciate it. And I'm not saying there's a, there's a better betterness of this. They just have studied themselves. They've studied art themselves. They've studied, you know, historical works and they know what quote unquote good art is compared to what really bad art is. For example, when I, were to draw a picture or paint a picture, I'm a terrible artist. I could barely draw stick figures very well and, and, and this sort of thing. I couldn't compete with someone who could design the Sistine Chapel. We look at the Sistine Chapel's roof and we know that that is good art. We look at my painting that I drew, drew, you know, made with a lot of black and a lot of blocky colors and a lot of primary colors and know that that is not good art. The thing that I have the advantage of over the Michelangelo Sistine Chapel is that I can make art that satisfies the interests of the base 50 million people, which you know would make me a pop artist in this sense because I would make stuff that you know 50 million people could very easily like and very easily say, oh yeah, I really enjoy that, rather than it being what we would call good art. Yeah, so I mean it, it creates it creates an interesting question and, and an inter- interesting kind of directive like to think you know Michelangelo in the Sistine Chapel right would he be would he have been a painter today no in America probably not he probably would would have been somebody who was living in a box because he couldn't very well create couldn't be very well pay for medical couldn't pay for housing couldn't pay for education and the rich aren't spending money endowing artists or support supporting artists to create art when we come back we'll keep on going with was andy warhol a fool You're listening to the Marine and the Hippie. I'm Dylan. I'm the Hippie from Turkey. And let me just tell you, Kolai Gelsen, may it be easy. Peace. Hey, this is Marine and the Hippie, episode seven. Today we are talking about was Andy Warhol a fool? Was he? Yeah, was he a fool? I don't know. I don't know if he, he's a bit eccentric. I wouldn't call him a fool necessarily, but did he have something when he was talking about pop art? When he was talking about making art for the, the masses, and specifically how that leads into selling your art and the things you got to do to sell your art and make a living these days, as opposed to making fine art for the benefit of art's sake. I guess let me be clear. Um, I wasn't, the fool is more connected to didn't Andy Warhol make a mistake? That no, he was a led, fool. 
No, just <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I mean, did he make a mistake? Did did, did he was he the catalyst that uh, that has now led us down this capitalist artistic system that's no longer creating art that is just creating product after product of pretty much what people will buy so therefore kind of nothing new yeah he came up with the the saying and the one thing that i remember about andy warhol well i remember a lot of things about andy warhol but the one thing i remember that he said was that everybody has 15 minutes of fame that's a, that's obviously a, a paraphrase of what he said. He probably said it far more eloqu- eloquently than that, but everyone has 15 minutes of fame. And so you got to figure out what you want your 15 minutes of fame to be in, whether it's, you know, designing the label for Campbell's soup tomato, you know, advertisement, or whether it's being Kelly Clarkson and winning a concert on stage in American Idol in front of 50 million fans, which, you know, interestingly enough, side note, more people Every single year that American Idol was on TV, more people voted in the American Idol. More votes were cast in the American Idol contest than were cast in our presidential contest in this country. And so that kind of tells you where the priorities are uh, in this country, uh, where people more people will vote on some inconsequential nonsense like who the next great pop singer is, than they'll vote for who's going to be the president and the leader of the supposedly free world in the United States. I don't think it's inconsequential nonsense. That's my problem. I think that it's 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 something that's like that's done on purpose. It's like pulling the rug out of out, out from under the real artist to say, "Hey, we know we know now how to create a product." Because you're right. At the beginning of the show, you said, "What what do Americans value?" Americans value as a, on a whole, the ability to think out of the box, creative, you know, kind of avant-garde. Um, if we put it into, you know, a Western theme, you know, going out into the frontier, the explorer. And, well, an explorer is an artist, you know, uh, Lewis and Clark, artists. But if, if they're not allowed to explore, because well, nobody wants to go there, or we 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 believe nobody wants to go there. Then maybe we don't get the gems. We don't get this, get the pieces the pieces of art, the Sistine Chapel, the accidents, the things that that really do matter in time. Doc. Well, this brings up a really interesting idea that I've I you know that I've messed with for years now, and there was. So there used to be two different kinds of excellence. There was one which is an artistic sort of excellence where a person really kind of brings something out and they bring you know, out a better part of a human being, a better human being as a result of it uh, that, that was associated with the word art. And then there's a sort of excellence which is associated with the word technique. Like you're a really good practitioner of that thing. So for example, there's no art in a doctor saving a life. There's no art in this. It's a technique. And either the doctor is a very good technician and is able to save lives, or he's not. Now, the physician, on the other hand, is the artist. The physician is able to look at a person and say, well, this is wrong, and this is how this is wrong, and this is the things you need to do to fix this, and this kind of stuff. That's different from a surgeon who practices technique. The same way, you know, if you think like some of the greatest musical artists, you know, in history, in the, in the history of American music, for example, 
you could look at someone like Scott Joplin, who was a, a virtuoso on the piano, and he created art that stood the test of time, as opposed to someone like Katy Perry, who will sell 500 zillion records because she is a she is specifically excellent technician. She performs the functions of making music well. And yeah. so there's two different kinds of excellence in that sense. Yeah, I always found it really interesting or I found it really interesting on the same same vein when I learned that there were musicians or singers who weren't writing their own lyrics um, and bands that were not making their own music. Like the music was made by somebody else and they were just hired to be well, as Dr. said, the technicians to play the music. And I, I don't know if that's art anymore. I think that that's, it's, it's a type of art, like, like, or a type of excellence. And it's certainly creative because it it's still connects to our, our energy and, and, and how we are feelings. But is it art? Um, or is it just a product? When we come back, we'll take a look at this. Hey, this is Doc. And this is Dylan. And you're listening to Marine and the Hippie. Hey, this is Marine and the Hippie, episode seven. Hey, look, we have, we finally, after seven episodes, found something that we could disagree on. Whether or not Katy Perry performing her music to and, you know, inspiring, you know, millions and screaming little kids to buy tickets to her shows and buy her records and that kind of stuff, whether or not that has ever been art. I maintain now. I maintain that it has never been art. This is all always technique. This always goes to the technique, to the performance of a certain skill. Well, and Dylan, you have a different opinion, I imagine. Yes, I I maintain that we learned this um, with with Duchamp um, and R. F. Mutt in the toilet. And here's a guy during the um, the World's Fair signs a toilet. R. F. Mutt because doesn't carry things the the world fair is bs and does it as a joke and the question becomes is and it became a debate is this art the the problem is at, at a very very loose level in my opinion is once once you beg the question once you ask is Katy perry an artist the answer has to be us because we're 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 asking through this lens can this be just can this be seen as art just like doc's stick figure example in in the beginning you know the is his stick are his stick figures art yes is it the sistine chapel no you know going back to our topic then how do you separate out the stuff that's made specifically to make money Katy perry for example and the stuff that's made because someone has been inspired to create some sort of music or sound in their closet that they know will never ever sell, but I mean, this is like progress. Like, think like progressive rock. Progressive rock is is you know not pop. You can say if you like progressive rock or not, but it's definitely not pop. But it's a different sort of music that that appeals to the senses 
the sensory uh, you know, inputs of, you know, however many millions of people that like progressive rock, but they don't buy it because it is easily accessible. They buy it probably for the exact opposite reason. I would just go to say when we, on the other side of the artist is the fan or the patron um, or the consumer. And I think the, the blog that, that we're talking about today, the question really is, are we going into a dark ages? And if if the progressive rock movement or the artist who's who's doing work and it's beautiful is never being seen because it's it's because there's no vehicle to allow that. And all we're getting are Katy Perry Katy Perry the next Katy Perry at Tedium, um, the next Marvel movie kind of at Tedium then we're not getting any art anymore. All we're getting is excellent technique of the same thing over and over and over again, like the surgeon. We're not, we're not getting the medical doctor, the, the guy who's saying, hmm, let, let me figure this out and finding it. Well, at least that's my opinion, Doc. Well, you're right. And then you have to ask the question, you know, well, of course, going back to how we started this out, is the Marvel is the Marvel movie, which is designed specifically to put butts and seats in movie theaters, you know, is that movie art? And now I ask the question: Now, does it apply here? Is Marvel is Wonder Woman art? I would say that the first Iron Man is art. I think it redefined a genre in a lot of ways. Um, I think it it gave us a believable character. Maybe the second one, possibly. But I think now the Marvel Universe is about exactly what you just said. Putting butts in the seat. Selling product. Because they know that people are going to go buy it. They know that people are going to go buy the next, the next, the next. Because we consume. And what what's, what's left in its wake is art. Is fine art. Is because we only have X amount of time to do Y amount of things, and we don't have money or freedom to be able to do it in many cases. So we're not going to the symphony. We're not going to the opera. We're not going to the art gallery. But we're definitely going to go see the new Marvel Marvel movie. And I think that takes away from something. I think it takes away a lot of, of what we believe to be as Western civilization, things that we value, creativity. Thinking out of the box, um, you know, passion for something new. And, you know, the next Marvel movie is not new. We know it's going to happen. They're going to win. There's going to be it's the hero's journey at TDM over and over again. Doc? So then the final thing I think would be how do we arrest this forward boom? And I, I you know, I, I know that this has happened in the past. I'm sure it has happened in the past. This doesn't seem like anything new this decline of the civilization part of civilization until we just become, you know, fans of bread and circuses. And then, you know, the Huns and Goths come and destroy our city. I mean, how do we, how do we stop that from happening this time around when we weren't able to do it 50 times in the past before? Well, I think we're bookending the show with the same answer. Um, the, with the same question and the same answer. The answer is simple. The answer is allow the artist to be an artist. And the only way an artist can be an artist is if they have they have the ability to pursue happiness. 
And the easiest way to implement that is through universal basic income, medical care for all. And universal basic income means that a painter can paint, even if they're not getting money, even if they're not getting paid for being a painter. But it means that the, that that the fine artist, the the ingenue, the the amazing painter, is eventually going to be found, and it's going to lead to a new movement in art, and 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 something beautiful and wonderful instead of the next Katy Perry or the next Marvel movie at tedium over and over and over again until that's all we have. And if that's all we have, then we're in the dark ages because there's nothing new. There's nothing innovative. There's nothing creative. We have, we have proven that we are excellent at capitalism. That's great. But is there anything more? And I think that's that's the question that, in a lot of ways, the show is trying to answer. Is there something that can live together with capitalism, or can we remove capitalism and put something else in its place? But that's that's for the next show. And the We're next show, the and the next show, and the next show, and the next, and show. next show. <laughs> hey, you've been listening to Marine and the Hippie. This is episode seven. Was Andy Warhol a fool? Uh, you're here with uh, Dylan and, and me, Doc, and um, it's been a pleasure to discuss this topic of uh, new dark ages and the what is art. Uh, Katy Perry, I don't care what you say. You can ask the question all day long. She's not art. Uh, <laughs> nothing that she's – some of the videos that maybe she's participated in have been art, but artful in a way that they're very strange and unexpected. And yeah. – you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Marvel, um, and up until like I think the last one, I've watched all of them. Yeah. Now I'm kind of over it. I want something new. I'm you should actually. Spe- speaking of different things in Marvel Universe, though, I think WandaVision is actually pretty interesting. There's some bad acting in that show, but I mean, it's a really interesting premise. So it's interesting. Anyway, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, check us out. I'm Marine and the Hippie at at Marine and the Hippie on Twitter. Uh, Marine and the Hippie at gmail.com. Check us out uh, on Dylan's blog, observationsfromthespectrum.org. That's all one word, observations from the spectrum. And check me out, supernova earth uh, at gmail.com or under at supernova underscore earth at Twitter. All these addresses, I just, just make a huge block of information and put it at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> check us out there, and we'll, uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll have a brand new topic for you. And for Dylan. I'm Doc, and it's been a great time. Thank you very much. You're listening to Marine and the Hippie. For more information on The Marine, follow Doc at Supernova underscore Earth on Twitter and listen to The Supernova Earth Show on Spotify. For more information on The Hippie, follow Dylan at Gezi and Me on Twitter and read his blog at observationsfromthespectrum.org.